bullshit news. If I was running things, you'd know, oh, like, that's strong that. weed. I'm um, just a cog in the wheel. <laughs> this guy took all the radioactive ingredients in a polarized left and right. He put them into one chili, and then it blew up in three weeks. It was all part of the job, to be truthful, and the Cadillac had over 120,000 miles on it. Still spinning, aren't you? No bullshit news. Is there a sex tape? Well, let me say this to you. I'm going to have a press conference Thursday. He only invited the media that tosses him softball questions. He didn't invite the hardcore media like the No Bullshit News Hour. Like Joe. No Bullshit News. What's up, everybody? Hey, Charlie. I care and I drew. Yo, welcome to No Bullshit News Hour with Charlie LaDuff. In the studio today is a Karen Dumas, as always. Hey, Karen. Bob, Shadow Bow, we're on the board. Hi, everybody. And we had to scrape the barrel today. We had to get Drew down here. <laughs> Apparently, our guest fell through. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll perform uh, up to your description. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, we, uh, we're planning to have Congresswoman uh, Rashida Tlaib on uh, canceled at the last minute feeling ill. Yeah. We'll call over there and check in on her. Well, a lot of people get ill before coming on your show. It's called <laughs> Nesolitis. Hmm. <laughs> But before, you know, we, we get into it, let let me just get right to the point. She's okay. You're sponsor of the Red Shovel Studios. It's doing well, right, Drew? Yes, very well. Yep, yep. Um, the network sponsor is Dr. Yaldo. You hate your contact lenses and you hate your reading glasses. You forget them, you lose them, and you give anything not to need them anymore. The answer? Be done with ancient technologies. Glasses? Ben Franklin wore glasses. Every year you need... Some audio new- running? Yes. Yeah, so can you hear it? Right. Ah, okay. There I didn't is. quite know what it was. Everybody can see clearly with Dr. Yaldo. Exactly. There you go, Bob. Every year you need a new prescription and new frames and lenses, and when you take them off, you can't see. Contacts are a daily pain in the ass. Dr. Yaldo has helped over 50,000, Drew, not, not 30, 50,000 metro area people get 20 or 20, get 20, 20 or better vision with what's called Cat's Custom LASIK the most advanced in the world, and the amazing multifocal lens implants for people 50-plus will give you great near and far vision for life, and you'll never get cataracts. No matter what, everyone should get an eye exam, and regular insurance covers that. Anyone tired of the ancient technologies can get a free evaluation to see if LASIK or multifocal lens implants are right for you. Call the number and say LaDuff sent you, and you'll get the no-bullshit discount. one 800 398 Eyes, 800-398-EYES, or go to YaldoEyeCenter.com. Appreciate you, Doctor. Thank you. We got somebody on the phone, Bobby? Hmm. 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 Well, I don't know what you Go ahead, call him, Karen. He stepped out. Oh, he, he stepped, stepped out. out. All right, let me see if He I probably stepped him. out to take Karen's call. Well, yeah, let's try that and see. What's Denzel's last name? I don't know. Is the chief of staff for Tlaib? Um, she told me. But I don't know. We're trying to check up on her condition. Yeah, we make well, sh- make sure you just know. Just to make sure people knew that we really had her schedule. Because <laughs> I didn't want like a President McKinley thing. Well, You're I mean, in there a couple crazy, months. You know, if it happens at the last minute, someone's like, "No, you really didn't do that." Well, this is the second last minute cancellation, and it seemed like Huel was a little iffy, but Huel came through. Huel always comes through. He came through, but a little late. Yeah, there was. I was getting deja vu. Yeah, well, you know, we wanted to get Talib on because you know she, you know she's. In the news a lot lately, isn't she? Absolutely. Introducing, um, you know, impeachment resolutions and uh, appearing on that HBO special about uh, 
the Illiches in their arena, you know what I mean, when she was in the state legislature. I would think she'd want to talk about this, honestly, because I think she was on the right side of it. On uh, the HBO story. Yeah. I mean, would you, explain it, Drew. You're the regular guy. I'm too inside baseball with that thing, but it is an outrage. How did you see that? Well, uh, it aired Tuesday. It aired last Tuesday on HBO Real Sports, taking a look at right the Red Wings hockey arena, the publicly funded arena, and promises kept and promises broken. And right, and and now that we have a response, you know that it was a sensationalized, one-sided story. Uh, I I feel that my view's morphing a little bit now. My view is keep your eye on the ball. No one said the Illiches haven't been great for Detroit, mm-hmm. and. No one's saying the arena's not beautiful. Uh, it's just that if you look at that press conference, when they laid it out, it was 50 blocks of people walking around, all kinds of people downtown and retail and restaurants and bars. And it looked like a lot of fun connecting downtown to Midtown. And that part is just not, it's turned into a bunch of parking lots. There was the, I thought the Illiches were going to rally their reputation from Oh, they just buy properties and sit on them, and they go derelict, and they don't get any value. I thought, oh, okay, they're now going to put the red bow around that part and build this beautiful new neighborhood, and that hasn't happened. Not one shovel, according to the the story. It's true. I mean, not one apartment building, not one house, not one shop, not one bar. Now, I've been surprised that some people have responded in the defensive Detroit mode is, uh, HBO's trashing Detroit. It's so much better than it was. No, no, no. That's keep your eye on the ball. But that's what people right. focus on, you know. It's like everybody wants to be, again, on that bandwagon. And so without giving it, it's just due to, like you've done, is to dissect it to see what exactly the story was talking about. It's easier just District to District Detroit. It. Yeah, exactly. Is Denzel on the phone? He is. Hey, Denzel. Denzel? Hi there. How are you? I'm fine. You know, you're making me look bad. I had everybody excited that we were going to talk to the congresswoman today, and I just wanted you to come on and explain why she was unable to join us at the last minute today. Yeah, no, I I really appreciate you you all, and I'm really sorry about that. Um, She was was definitely going to come on and uh, feel a little ill today. but um, Is she going to be okay? uh, Yeah, yeah, I think it's just, I think... (laughs) A lot of a lot going on, and uh, the change of weather thing. But you sound sick. Are you going to be okay? Yeah, Denzel, you're wearing kind of wearing sounding like you're a little worn down too. Are you tired or are you getting sick? <laughs> a little tired, a little like the allergies and sinuses that come up at this time. So. But okay. I'm, I'm doing I'm doing all right. <laughs> OK, well, we certainly were looking forward to talking to her, uh, you know, about the impeachment process, uh, certainly uh, about the District of Detroit story that was on HBO that she, you know, talked about on Twitter, at least, uh, and some other things that are going on the bridge, uh, the Mueller report. Uh, certainly, she's a, a superstar congresswoman representing us here in Detroit. And, uh, you know, we want to get her word firsthand. So as soon as she's back on her feet, uh, we'd love the opportunity to talk to her and uh, you and I can stay in touch to make that happen so Charlie doesn't think I'm making stories up <laughs> oh no no I can uh, Charlie I can definitely vouch that <laughs> it will we will uh, make sure it happens and um, again my apologies for uh, we will I uh, will get the congresswoman on and um, thank you all for all you do well I just hope she's okay thank you all right yeah give her our best Denzel and thanks for taking the call all right all take right. care take care you Bye. too bye-bye I ain't saying shit. Charlie's uh, that was Denzel describing the congresswoman's condition as unable to appear on <laughs> no bullshit news. 
But hopefully, as Karen stated, she'll be sick. on her feet and we'll be able to provide commentary down the road. <laughs> Don't you love it after, after some of that? You know, Peter Jennings would come on or whoever and, and tell you what you just heard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I like how you said it better. I, I'm, okay, look, I'm just going to shut up. And we'll see. All right. I think she will. We'll, she, she was willing yeah, to. So look, we'll, we'll bring her on and talk. Rashida, just like call earlier, like last night. The change in weather apparently uh, creating some <laughs> form of illness. I'm not exactly sure what at this time. It's cloudy with a chance of meatballs. And it's going to snow. <laughs> and it is going to snow. It is supposed to snow up to five inches uh, in the metro area. Perhaps the change of weather the <laughs> gentleman was referring to was the colder weather and the possibility of snow. Also, I, I told there. Drew he is our version of Dick Clark. <laughs> <laughs> I never did find out what what Nestle had. Remember when she was a little oh, yeah. ill and oh, she yeah, called in, showed up at a fundraiser. Is she okay two now? Hours later? I, I, I she don't. was okay that night. Oh, okay. So maybe whatever home recipe that was, she can... was healed. Wow, she was healed. Well, maybe we should get her doctor in touch with. Uh, with uh, Talib. Talib. Yeah, and Denzel. Yeah, I'm just going to be cool about it. Okay, let, let's let's, right, let's So, okay. the Illiches. Here's the thing, dude. They did... Where do you even start with this thing? The fact of the it's matter is, during the bankruptcy, this was 2013, when Detroit's broke, right? We're in the middle of the Great Recession. And it's going to be this, not $300 million to the Illiches. It's $650 million with interest. You got to count the interest. Always. Six hundred and fifty million in a town that has nothing. How how long a time does that cover to get to six fifty? Thirty years. 30 okay. Years. Okay. Okay. So how do you justify this to the public? How do, how do you get that through? You tell them, you you trot around a bunch of watercolors and go, look at all the st- we're gonna build a city here. But when you looked at the legislation, that weaseled its way through Lansing. With and 35 minutes of conversation 35, in committee. Yeah. 35 minutes. In the lame duck session, this mm-hmm. very same lame duck that gave you the emergency manager law that you voted out, right? These sort of things. 35 minutes. I talked to a bunch of legislators. They weren't even aware of this thing until it came to the floor. I can't believe somebody didn't say, what about the parking revenue? What about the concessions? The city's giving up an awful lot here in addition to throwing a big pile of money. Which the city did get parking and concessions. They got about eight million a year from the Illiches. Remember, there was a, a you mean at the Joe. Yeah, yeah. There was an arena in town, so this wasn't like, whoa, we just got a new you know club in town. We they also weren't moving. The Illiches were not going to move the revenue. So no. I wouldn't hold that over their heads because I think they have been good partners generally. Yeah, they have. But um, they weren't going anywhere. But, but also, Charlie, think in terms of what that agreement uh, meant and what was fulfilled in that agreement. Because there was uh, discussion uh, during that period of time about payment of the cable television revenue uh, from the broadcast, from the from the hockey games. Uh, there were questions about reimbursement. You mean... About the illiches as corporate citizens over their time here. Well, just in, well, no, just yes. in terms of the agreement, in terms of what the city was getting out of it, there were commitments that weren't necessarily making their way. Yeah, well, to be, the, be clear to the for table. people that don't know Wait, what we're talking about. Well, commitments I, about from the television revenue that the Red Wings were going to get that, that that was supposed to go to the go city. To the city. That was right. over a long swath of time. They never paid their fair share. 
What period of time are we talking about with the TV deal? Like, what was it, the 80s? Yeah, it was for a long time. I mean, it just never happened. There it, was also the and, question of reimbursement about uh, uh, police services in terms of the special events, and there was a period of time where they weren't even billed for it. Uh, if you remember, there was a lot of conversation about where do we start to bill. Um, Wasn't there a water bill, too? And I don't remember the water bill, but... Take it. Look, wow. why do these things feel like they're optional on their end? Because they're very rich, right. and you said there's no chance of them uh, going anywhere. But no, when you understand what goes on, and I want them to be happy too. I want the Red Wings to play in a beautiful building. I many, do. But for many years, they would always threaten that. When you when you talk to the CFOs of this town, like we're gonna remember, we're gonna move the Tigers to Ann Arbor. Remember that one? Well, and there was talk of moving the Red Wings to the Palace. Yeah, and you know what? Like, never would have happened. Or they Kurt can do like happened. Detroit Public Television and move to Wixom. That threat actually, because they wanted the city uh, to give them the property at Mack and Woodward to give them the city and, and to give them that property, and that's it. Nelson, they went to Wixom. Yeah, but the the, yeah. Uh, the Wixom Red Wings taking on the Canadians tonight. There was never going to be the Auburn. <laughs> it wasn't going to be the Auburn Hills Red Wings because no. Windsor wouldn't have gone to those games. It's too far away. Right. There was no way they were going. But they muscled it. And they, they wrote this legislation. The Illich people did. And then found a stooge in John Walsh, a legislator out of Livonia, who pushed it through. Then he became the budget director for Snyder. And now he's the director of the Downtown Development Authority, Authority that oversees this stadium. Here's the deal anyway. We're going all over the place. $650 million, okay, that we're not capturing that property tax. Property taxes go to schools. Detroit schools went broke, okay? So who took over the debt payment? Suburbanites did. I did. Living out in White Lake took over that debt payment. So you're paying for the arena. Yeah. Escanaba's paying the state taxpayer because it goes like this. $7,500 a year goes to the school districts for each student, right? Whatever you capture in property tax in your school district stays there. So let's say it's you, Ferndale captures $3,000 a student. The state will send $4,500 to make up the whole $7,500. What happened in Detroit when it went broke is old Detroit schools like you know, new GM, old GM, old Detroit schools got to capture the property tax to pay off the debt. New Detroit public schools got a full $7,500 from the state, meaning Detroit gets $10,500 from the state. Oh, so is that why they give the kids uh, nice prizes for showing up to school exactly. on Attendance Day? By the yeah. way, I, an iPod. I never realized that school was optional, that you had to yeah. bribe kids to go to school. I thought it was understood that I went to school every day. Well, and I've always been against that. I mean, because you focus on, you know, attracting the kid to school and the parents or whatever for one day for the purpose of generating revenue. What about the rest of the year? And that conversation is not consistent. So and I've always been against that. I've I never know, agree with that. I didn't even understand what count day was. I just assumed you had to go to school. If you're a kid, you got to go to school. It's your job. No, and if the in the temperature is below no, forty, no. you don't have to go either these days. I mean, True look that. how many look how many every time it you know looks like it's going to snow, they cancel school. I mean, okay, so wait, can they give away iPods every day and then kids will go every day? Right, that's the answer. <laughs> so think about oh, this. I didn't never thought of that. Think about this, listener. That three thousand dollars is coming out of your school district. That's coming out of your, your kids' education, right? It is. So it does fleece you. Now, if we would have captured those taxes 
and put them towards schools. Remember, Detroit can't borrow. Schools can't borrow. There's a moratorium on it. You may not build shit until we pay off the debt. Let's assume that 20 million bucks was another $3,000. The 20 million we pay each year for the stadium. We could have paid that debt down in 10 years or 15 years instead of 30 years. And we could have fixed the Detroit public schools, which are gonna need in the next five years, 1.5 billion, because there are hell holes with rats and mold, right? And broken windows, and we're, we're, it's shit. Lack security. So what do we wanna do? We're all gonna pay for, if it's confusing to you, think of it like this. Here's a big pile of money. Who gets it? The rich guy got it. The kids don't get it. So good for him. He's not a nun. He's a business. I, I don't blame I don't blame him. Right. Right. But you know what? All that promise shit was never in the law. That was that was sugar and spice to convince everybody this would be great. So that was just a big dog and pony show. Dog they never pony. didn't have any. I wonder what their intentions were. That's why I wish they would speak on this instead of releasing statements or saying no comment. Because go. honestly, they could probably rally a lot of people if they if they said, "Hey, Ex- we're going to do this." Explanations always help. Here we go. Well, people want a, a hockey arena. Well, yeah, and, but- and they're willing to put something forward, but at the expense of. The kids, but do they even? Know and just held up their. Let's not forget. Hey, we had a hockey arena that paid us more money than this one. Yes, I agree. But let's not forget, they blighted properties around that new arena to drive down prices. You mean yeah, they, how is that a response? They bought up the Cass Corridor with straw companies, right? right? Boarded them up, drove. This is out of Chris Illich's own mouth. Yes. Drove the price down so speculators, you know, wouldn't come in, and buy them, and then charge them a, a shitload of money. Price. What happened to that one house that was adjacent? Oh, still for sale. Is, is it still there? Yes. Something still there. Easy one million point five million or something. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, Karen, you, well, <laughs> I, could, I could do this all day long. You were in City Hall, running this city, when this stuff was moving around. What were the illages told about those shitty properties with... You know, you know, Charlie, I don't know that I wasn't privy to that conversation. In all honesty, I wasn't. Was it um, known to you? Because when I was in the newsroom, right, Detroit News, we weren't sure who this was. We had an idea, but you couldn't trace it. I didn't. But that didn't mean that people that weren't in that real estate space weren't aware that it was them. So I personally wasn't aware. Didn't they have subsidiaries? Using different names yes. that were probably. buying those things up, they which did, is like, yeah. what? Yeah, they probably what? did. That's what Dan Gilbert is doing. So, I mean, that's that's yeah. that's part of the process. I mean, people do it all the time in terms of acquisition. So, because they don't want to send a red flag or the Illages are buying property. Or- so, when that POS property is not developed, people go, oh, my God, it's theirs. No, it's a subsidiary by a different name, and you got to do a little homework to exactly. figure out. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody's going to do that homework. No. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, on that, the, HBO real, did. the real sports HBO piece... <laughs> They asked the Illiches to come on and talk. And they would have given the Illiches their time to explain themselves. But the Illiches don't talk to anybody. So they respond on social media with a statement from, uh, what's his name? Sean Platt, Vice President of Corporate Communications. Quote, the result of the story was a self-interested, sensationalized, and inaccurate report designed to attract viewers instead of a balanced report on the rebirth of Detroit and our contributions to the city's turnaround. How can you have balance if, if you won't talk? Yeah, you're a pussy. What's self-interested? What is HBO's self-interest? I, I'm completely lost on that. Yeah, and do you really, th- yes, and do you really think this was a blockbuster for real sports? 
You know, Detroit, no. the financing of a... Are they trying to use Detroit for ratings? I wouldn't No. Stadiums, that's an old sports story. Real sports tries to do real journalism. It's almost like a news story. Yeah, it is. a sports story. But it is a sports story because it resulted in a new arena for a sports team. And, and, and that's why real sports is great. I think they do a lot of stories like that. Yeah, exactly. Many on stadiums over the years. This is an old topic. It really is. It, it, look, we pay $20 million a year... The city does the tax capture that could go to the schools. That's a fact. What would twenty million get us? You know what would get us? That would get us one new teacher for every school district in Michigan. Five hundred eighty-one of them. It get us a new teacher. What does it take to recoup? Well, it's an economic engine, right? It's an economic engine. Well, how many jobs would you have to create, and at what, uh, you know? payment level to recoup $20 million in income taxes because that's all the city gets. What you would have to create is 1,000 jobs paying $1 million a year just to break even. So when people talk about the the juice is going to charge into downtown Detroit, the lights are good, looks good, you know, it's feel good, (laughs) but it does not pay. And when we're giving school money to a guy that doesn't have to share any of it, I'm not a liberal. This is just voodoo economics. Charlie, I'm sorry. Breaking news. Karen, I'm sorry about not being able to get on. I can call in now if that helps, but not for too long. Let me know. Call on in. So call Madam us. Congresswoman. Well, I feel really guilty for questioning her. Uh, See, I said I was going to be cool. Look at it. I'm turning a new leaf. <laughs> Aren't you proud of me, Drew? Put, put, put your number in. Or Wait, while we're calling, let me give you a hug, man. <laughs> and then she'll call. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, Charlie. Thank you for... It's a uh, great show. Thank you for this. You're welcome. I'm learning something, and uh, we'll play something. What do you want to play? It, it, we did a piece on this. Mm-hmm. Neveling, Steve Neveling, right. Motor City Muckraker, found it. It got Man. yanked off the air. You know, it got yanked off the air about about the illages and the okay. water and the arena. And uh, hey, that adds, you know, character to the show. Go ahead, what Charlie. Does? <laughs> Maggie. Oh yeah. Out barking on the lower level. Go ahead. You lost your thought. No, I didn't. I'm just, what's that? Oh, Rashida's calling in. Yeah. Okay. I was uh, just looking at Bob. Did you send the number, Charlie? Uh, Bob. Okay. What number? I thought it was your cell number. Her number? No. I'm saying tell her what number to call in. Isn't that on your phone? Oh. Why don't you just call her on your cell and... Okay, It's here. on Drew's phone. Oh, I, I'll get okay. it. Okay. Well, I was going to say, if not, I'll just... This, see, this is what... Ask Drew. He's right here. This is what Drew's teaching us. <laughs> Shoddy production value. <laughs> hey, this is a real show. For better, for worse. You see the struggle... You enjoy the success. I got, I got the number. He's Way got to go, Bobby. Bobby found it. I thought you knew it by heart. I gave her um, chief of staff your cell number because I thought that was it. But look here. People like the show within the show, by the way. This, yeah. Behind the scenes. Yeah. I mean, it's real. Yeah, we're figuring it out. I was told by every program director I read, don't talk about behind the scenes. It's inside. Well, people love it. They do. Well, it it's is. interesting. Like lower level versus basement. Yes. <laughs> Mags and Layla have joined us, by the oh, way. Oh, good. Yeah, they wouldn't let me pet them when I came Hi in. Hi, boys. Today. They're good guard dogs. They are. Got it? All right. So let's see. 
All right. Let me tell her thanks. Well, what are you doing? I don't even understand what the fuck's going on here. I don't know. What are you guys know. doing? We sent uh, Rashida Tlaib our phone number. Yeah, she, so, should, huh? she call sent us, me a text. Right? Put her on there. Why is everybody on their fucking iPhones? Because other, I just have <laughs> to send her the, send her the number. Up. It's a way to send her the message, Charlie. Man, I don't let my kid do this. What? What? Look, what is going on? Multi no, phones down. I'm not yes. your kid. Yeah, I know. It was a lot of activity. Supposed to know better. <laughs> we're listening and talking and texting at the oh. same time. We can do that. It was a lot of activity to, to get someone to call. Well, I mean, it was a, quite a flurry. It was the flurry of activity. <laughs> fucking Beltway. Washington's wrecking my life. A lot of red tape to get this person on. I just yeah. happened to see that she sent a text message. So, All right, so let's just uh, pretend she's not even going to be around. Look, no. so I almost forgot, but did not completely forget, that we, we did a story on this, you know, on Fox 2 in 2015, and... It wasn't inaccurate, and the Illiches bitched and complained and went to corporate and got it yanked with a non-apology apology about... Sorry, know, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry, and uh, what the story didn't mention was a great, you know, the shit you're reading in this statement. We're great for Detroit and blah, 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 and uh, that's a chilling effect. I do not blame reporters in this town for not covering this story because it's the bosses. Yeah, it could affect your livelihood. So, Charlie, let me ask you this because we talked. Well, got yanked. Let me just say that I was gonna. Is, but is it because the only story I ever worked on that got yanked? But my help. Hmm. Uh, yeah, yanked. But there was an apology for another story you guys did. But we'll talk about that in another show. But um, <laughs> is it because you know everybody wants to you know feed into this every this turnaround perception? Uh, or is there a legitimate fear of this administration? Because I hear a lot of private conversations, and then people don't want to say those things in public because they fear pushback or retribution from this administration. Well, I believe that. This is, was a state deal, by the way. Okay. Okay, but so let's just put it that way. But everybody's tied into everybody. You know, maybe, it, maybe we focus a little bit too much on the Illiches and not enough on the other side of this story because they really have been the discussion. Why aren't they doing it? Well, why is there nothing in place if this is what this deal was based on? Why isn't there any guarantee or some penalty? Because when they were building Little Caesars Arena, if they didn't have the, the correct or the percentage number of minorities working in certain departments, they were fined. There were protections in place. But there's no protection to build the whole dog and pony show, or at least part of it, 20 blocks, right? 10 blocks, five blocks. You know what else is in this deal, which is in cut, as I said before, that dog and pony show, it's not written down anywhere. It's not, it's not legally binding. No. You know, what, what is legally binding is if they come up with another $200 million of development around the place, which was part of the dog and pony show. Yes. Um, what, guys? Phone was ringing. Just, <laughs> Charlie, if they come up with two hundred million dollars in development, then they get seventy-five million dollars back cash, yeah. right? So that does include the parking garages, the parking lots. The that does include. Yeah. Oh, really? And the forty million dollars. That's not what the picture looked like at the press conference. There right. were lots of colors and greenery and beautiful buildings and, and, and people, diverse people walking around. Now people go to me like I didn't this. see any parking lots in that. You know the new Illich Business School with Wayne State? Yeah, that's that seemed to get done. That's part of it. That's forty million they put in, plus twenty million that broke ass Wayne State put in for sixty million. 
So now you, you see what I mean? And that's tax deductible as a charitable gift. Well, that's why it's, it's, wow. it's great accounting by these guys. That's what's distressing about this is that they can do anything. I mean, Little Caesars Arena, they hurried, hurried, hurried. They got it done in time. Then they added the Pistons, and they got that done in time. And that was a real—they had to really bust their ass to do that. They got the headquarters built. They got the Michael School of Business built. So why is it that the people, the neighborhood, seems to come last, if at all? Are you talking about the surrounding area? Yeah, the, the 50 block, the pretty pictures, the watercolors that I saw at the press conference. I don't know. I just feel like I maybe I expect too much. Do you feel much. duped? Yeah, I do feel duped because I, I, I why would this is a family that I have great respect for and I have over the years. Not in every way. There's always, you know, right. things. But I can't believe that they would look back at that and say, eh, we don't so have to, are, do, have to do, do that. Do you feel like nah. they really intentionally misled? Do I don't know. The, the, the plans change? Do you think Well, let, I'll, I'll answer it. Okay. Here's the thing. Maybe you can't get in their head, but guess who it is, Chris? I'm inside your corporate headquarters. I, I know the discussions. And I know the guys that put the deal together for you. Okay. I believe you never had an intention to build it. Is Chris Hillich in the room? Never, because I know he's listening. You never did. And if... You if, really think that? If, if the proof is not in the pudding in the legislation itself, then let's look at what we see today. It's not built. It's a lot of parking lots. If you don't believe I'm even talking to the people in the middle of this deal, which I am, don't believe it, but I am. I am. It's not in the law. That's a fact. You didn't build it. So you tell me, does it look like there was an intention to build this? So what was the point behind that i mean was it to you know encourage support excitement uh you know peripheral support like you got from drew uh, i mean what was the purpose okay uh, again it was 2014 right we were in bankruptcy the city gave illich the final piece remember the street mm -hmm. and the parcels three million dollars for a buck how are you going to push this when you're taken from the coppers and you're taken from the paramedics and the firefighters and the secretaries? How in the fuck could you get people to swallow this? Look at the watercolors. It's the oldest trick around here. They're just similar watercolors. They're walk, walking around in the 90s. Wow. Okay. So here we are. Suburbanites. Rural people. This is on the backs of your children. It is. That's the math. Again. Well, Charlie, you know, when they hear that, that's going to be a whole nother, you know, dividing thing because there's still, in spite of what people think, there's still that, you know, us versus them uh, approach and mentality. Okay, but it's all of us. So I'd like to welcome on my favorite liberal because I'm not. <laughs> Well, you could be, Charlie. She's she's back from the deathbed. Oh, let me tell you. It's not, honestly, you should see this migraine. It's so bad. If anybody ever goes through migraines or it's just, it can, it can get to you. But I do, I do Charlie, stop. I know. Oh, it's terrible. Like I have to take two yeah. espresso shots. If I, you can feel it coming and I try my best to, to prevent it. But uh, Charlie, I hate labels. You know what I am? I'm a peopleist. Uh, I don't like these isms. I don't like, you know, people say liberal. I don't even know what progressive even means these days. Some people say I'm pro they're progressive, but they still take, like, you know, tons of money from the corporate uh, sector and, and, and vote against our interests. I don't know how that makes them progressive. But uh, I don't know what you guys were talking about because I wasn't listening. But one of the things that I think is really important for folks to know about these tax giveaways. Yep, is, that's is what we're talking fairness. about. Yeah, it is about fairness. 
And um, I'm sorry, I got pause. Wait, gotta, can I, can I call you Rashida or do I have to call you Congress? Oh, Rashida's fine. Karen, okay. Karen, both of you can call me Rashida. Can um, I? But when, Drew, oh, Drew's can, here, Charlie. by the way. <laughs> Charlie, yes, you can. Thank you. But I want you all to know, like, it is about fairness, right? We pay, we pay so much. I mean, even looking at utility bill and utility tax that you pay and, and all of the things that we put towards, you know, having the civil society and, and making sure that we have the resources that we need. It's hard when we, we pay our taxes, our property taxes and everything, and it gets turned around and put into for development profit that we don't see anything in return by. And, and people don't understand. Yes, this is not a blank check. But technically, think about it for one second. It is it, uh, the, the, the money we're paying, the money that they're collecting for 30 years or so um, is going to be driven into for profit, for parking lots, for other development within this certain boundaries. And, and the fairness of it, the fact that we won't be able to touch those public dollars that are being diverted into, you know, for profit development is the thing about fairness. It's really, really difficult and hard. Now, let's go here. OK, so. John Walsh, you know the cat, right? He introduced the legislation. Uh, he's on HBO and he said, you know, like, where are the metrics? You do a study and he said, well, you know, you, you have to hope. You have to hope. Where's, where, where's our return? There, there, it's, it's bullshit, Rashida. There is no, there's no return here in a town with and, no money. And it's also no audit. I mean, nobody goes back. Nobody goes back. You know, there has been studies to show it doesn't work, Right. I mean, there, there are people, even President Obama at one point said that, you know, these, these kinds of big tax giveaways to stadiums like the C2, tax giveaways do not, do not benefit, um, you know, uh, the public. And it's not really economic viable. I mean, think about it for one second, folks. Like, even before the HBO, before the HBO um, uh, series and before, I'm sorry, I'm being, I'm being mom everything today. Okay. But one of the things that is really, really key is if you look at before the HBO um, series came out and everything, they specifically talked about, okay, they were promised a certain amount of jobs. They came back and said, oh, we can only do 34%, and they pay the fine. And and then you turned around, and people that are working there part-time, I've talked to this woman, she said, oh, yeah, I have to pay $15, too, for, for parking. I was like, to come to work? She's like, yeah, they take it out of her paycheck or something. I mean, oh. there's no audit, wow. yes, but there's no audit to go back and say, okay, this is what's happening, and, and, and what is the benefit of us? Even those that are working there, what are the conditions of those jobs, right? Are they, are, is it jobs that are living wages? Is it jobs where they can take care of their children? I mean, again, 60% of our money is spent on a for-profit, you know, adult playground. Uh, and, and people joke about, oh, Rashida, you know, come on, development, your answer. I said, no, I'm for doing development better or differently. It is about a win-win situation. And, and Karen, you know this. I don't know if you know. I mean, Coleman Young, Mayor Coleman Young, no matter what people say about him. And, and I can tell you, all public officials, you can say there's these positive things about them that they've done and negative things. But one thing that was really positive about Coleman Young. Coleman Mayor Young? Young a, come, let me tell you, though. Why are we talking about Coleman Young? Senior, because junior. She's Joe trying to make a point. Oh, oh, oh. I'm trying make to make a point. point. Okay, let's make Joe a point. Joe Louis Arena. Joe Louis Arena, when they came into that deal, one of the things about Joe Louis Arena was that it was it was owned by the city of Detroit. 
uh, leased it out to the Red Wings owner. And one of the things that was put into the agreement is if they ever televised the game yep. uh, and they made more than $775,000, I believe, anything above that, we got 25% of that, right? It went back into general services, you know, garbage pickup, whatever you want to say for the city services. But there was a win-win situation there. Um, and I think that it is about fairness. It's, and, it's and about this. It's this. And parking it concessions. Really it's simple. Yeah. We, we, get, we got $8 million a year in the revenue share. And yeah. re, re, the, the stadium now, the average price for naming rights on all stadiums in this country is about $7 million bucks. So that's 15 yeah. We're leaving money on the table. My point yeah. is, you were in the state legislature at the time this piece of shit came through. How, how long were you aware of it? How long did you get to look at it? How long did you debate it? And, you know, it was interesting. When I saw the show, I didn't remember there was a hearing because it didn't feel like there was a hearing. I didn't know about it until it got to the floor of, 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 the, oh. of the Michigan House. And it was so quick, y'all. Like, I remember coming into the caucus and remembering uh, saying, wait, they didn't even pay their water bill yet. Or their they actually go, owed. Turn. They did. They owed. Well, their water bill was high. I mean, they didn't pay their water bill. And, they, and the family, the owners did not. Uh, pay the property taxes. They owe property taxes on the facility. They sure and they did. Super, yes, and, and and think about the just the craziness of this. Okay, now what? what At a time what, where, where they were talking about bankruptcy for Detroit, I'm literally months away. We we could feel it. If you look at my speech on the floor where people were hissing at me because I said this is going to get us closer to bankruptcy. Do you understand? That's that, right. The bankrupt. Yeah, bankruptcy came in 14, it did it not? Yeah. For yep. going 100 miles per hour in Congress, I mean, in the legislature, sorry. And, and it literally, the Michigan legislature was going so quickly on this. It was because they knew around the corner was bankruptcy, even though we were still hopeful there wasn't. And I can understand, you know. But I Rashida, so you, much, you know what, Rashida? So Rashida, great, yes. the Illiches wrote this legislation, and they were on this yeah. thing for a decade. Because you remember yeah. there was a uh, property tax capture for businesses, that dated back to the Rensen. It was sunsetting, and the Illiches were smart enough to get on it. And nobody up in Lansing was smart enough to keep their eye out for it. Well, look, you know, this is about corporate greed, folks. This is about putting profit... And incompetent government. And, 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 that's, and, and that's the thing, though. I think that's the, the relationship that government is having is pretty unhealthy with the corporate sector. Uh, you know, you're talking about billionaires, and people that are coming to the legislature, and it's not just the donations and the fact that all of a sudden, you know, corporations are, you know, our people too are, so that's so sad. But the, the, the fact that you have this unhealthy relationship where we, we as, as, as government, as the public, you know, as, as elected officials that feel this sense that, yeah, this is great for us, and we're being gaslighted to, to believe that by investing 60% of, you know, all these tax the taxes, that, again, we're not going to collect for not a year, five years, 10 years, 30 years, is going to be diverted into four development, you know, projects. And we thought it was going to be hot. We thought all these things, and it's parking lots. That's what we got. We got parking lots. We got fucking parking why, why is there yes. no, why, and, why aren't there, why aren't their feet held to the fire in the original deal, though? There's, there's that's nothing. Exactly, that's is exactly what we should be talking about on this show, is, 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 the fact that there needs to be accountability. And you know who has legal standing is the city of Detroit. I mean, we have separate agreements beyond the legislature. Um, and the legislature create the structure, but mm -hmm. it ultimately it was agreed upon by the Detroit City Council. And, and the, the, the craziness of it all is that there were certain boundaries for the Downtown Development Authority, right, where all the money's getting, getting pushed into. But then they came back and expanded the boundaries 
much farther. Yes. Right after the, I mean, they did. It's a much larger. You, and you, you, do you know, know what they did? Do you know what they did? Mm-hmm. They, under the guise that this thing would make everybody's, every business owner's property values higher, they raised everybody's property tax that owns a business. And therefore, you have Illich's competitors subsidizing him. Oh, I didn't even think about it that way. But Boom. you know what? I have smaller businesses all through. I mean, I I went to Wayne State. The Cass Corridor has jumped up. But it, it is, some of them are still really, truly mom and pop shops. You know, the little bakeries, my, my friend who has a tapas place. And do you know when they have a game, you know, people are excited. Like, okay, now a lot of folks after the game or before the game will come and have a dinner, come to the local bar, come to the local establishment. But, you know, I want folks to watch during games how they divert. They divert. Mm-hmm. Traffic, traffic away from going down yep. cast now yeah, and do. i want you all to figure that like they're all keeping folks within that you know made up neighborhood name they make up what is it called now i don't even know district Detroit. Um, is that yes yeah. yes and, and but watch watch how they prevent traffic from going to certain areas it is it is to me the kind of monopoly on 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 business on on you know picking you know, to me, picking winners and losers, I mean, this is literally creating this invisible island, Karen. You know, there's like this invisible body of water around right. this so-called district. Well, and, 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 you, and you said that they, really, they have standing. The only people really benefiting from it is one family. I received and, Bob's and, got a question for you. Go on. You said yes. they, they have standing, you know, in, in, in their opposition. But what do we do now? What's next? How do you, I mean, th- how do you think? How do you fix courage. this? I mean, it is about political courage. Look, I don't know what the it's agreement is, but I know this. The agreement it, it is, is doesn't not, require it's this. It's never too late. It's too late. Detroit Economic Growth Corporation and others. It's a law now. Say, it's law. It's too late. It's too late. The law is the structure. They created the structure for it to happen. But on the local level, we still have ability around land use and so forth. You can't say it's too late. By saying it's too late, you're saying, uh, you know, because, again, we got to live with this for 30 years. There is a possibility to come back and look at these agreements, and there are law department within the city of Detroit can look at these agreements and say whether or not they have standing well, to push them to we, Will we do that? Them. We can do that, but look, it's too late. What when we, you say well, we, nobody's going to do that. What we got to do. That's, I, that's what I'm trying to say, Karen. Well, it's about yeah, political I got you. That's, courage. That's, that's, that's I don't not going to happen. Contracts, contracts. So it is too late. No, I don't want folks to dismiss. Where's Rashida, Rashida, here's the thing. By you saying it's too late, you're letting No, I'm not. If you listen, I will give you my answer. My answer is this. Yeah, what? It's not too late. You're letting them off the hook. No, watch this. Watch this, Rashida. Here's the answer. If you hear the rest of what I'm saying, there's a lot more of this going down. There's a lot more of this going down in the county and in the state. So what we can do is everybody wake up. You see how it works. Let's, from now on, the media and the public and the politicians, look out for these stink-ass deals, like the courthouse, like the selling of the failed jail. Wait, is he allowed to curse? Because yes. I'm not allowed to curse. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I want to add that. What do you Podcast. mean? Podcast. We, we, we won't tell. Peach the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Karen. I am not, no. It's all good. Said, Listen. I actually said, uh, I think I said BS once. Well, it's like, all, and, that's so the name I of the. One of the producers at the show came down running down the hallway like, you can't do that. It's so, all good, know, Rashida. Charlie, I guess, gets an exception. Don't Listen, let don't let him muzzle you, it's Rashida. Good. It's all good, oh, Rashida. They don't muzzle me. They never do, obviously. But, yeah. I, you know, I do want to be heard, right? And sometimes I don't want anything to distract us. And that's why when you say it's too late, 
I don't want my our people, the people listening, to feel distracted. Like it is, it isn't. And Charlie, by doing that, you really are not holding the feet to the fire and holding them accountable. Because there is, if there's political will, and let me tell you, you can see it even in the marathon deal where they got 175 million dollars. Marathon got 175 million dollars in exchange for 100 jobs. Yep. And they only gave us 15 or so. Yep. Right? It was like 11. I calculated it at like 11 million dollars per job. Yep. And there was an wow. audit to go back to look at this, right? Okay. But I dug deep to see, well, what could we do? And it's the state, uh, I think it was the Michigan Strategic Fund and others, that they could go back and say, look, we need to revisit this. And, of course, it will probably be fought out through the courts or so forth. Right. But the fact that we at least go back and say we want to do an audit, we want to see really, truly, did this, you know, create economic, um, you know, uh, stability fair, within fair neighborhoods? Enough. We Did, get it. You know, exactly. I mean, to me, that alone, at least we can go back and say, oh, well, we did this before. Well, that's cool. We can, know, we can, we can have blue, blue panel commissions. In, we can have the blue was- panel commissions and see if there's some contractual things that they haven't lived up to. But more or less, they're not required to build the stuff. Now, I know you. Not, your head hurts a little bit. My head hurts a little bit. Let me just get this one oh, for you. Oh, it hurts so bad right now, Charlie. Thank you. Um, okay, listen. You've yeah. introduced legislation to impeach Trump. Isn't that a little too little? A little too late? I mean, we're we're, mo- we're moving Here on. We go. We're, Look, we're moving I gotta on. Get you to be. Here you I go. want you to be optimistic. That no, I'm just the saying. People are so much stronger than those in power right now. Well, that I say. Mm-hmm. I want to hear that too. But, like, we've just lived through two years of hell, and now what, what is the basis of your impeachment papers? Well, you want so to look into his finances Let now. me tell you, before okay. the Mueller report, the resolution, it was a resolution to um, investigate any impeachable offenses by the president post him taking office, right? I mean, um, basically, after he took the oath of office, what has he done? That is in direct violation of the, uh, you know, anti-corrupt laws in the Constitution. They're, they're called the Emoluments Clause. And what you all need to know, and, and Charlie, you know this by investigating so many of um, folks around pay-to-play, is it is an upgraded version of pay-to-play is what I kind of call it. But right now we have a sitting CEO in the White House uh, uh, working, literally running his corporation out of the Oval Office. Uh, he hasn't divested. He hasn't walked away from his um, foreign, foreign deals. or domestic yep. businesses. But why that's important is... I always give the example of uh, T-Mobile. T-Mobile is trying to merge with Sprint right now, which would be awful. You know, the monopoly of some of these businesses is what hikes up a lot of our prices. Uh, you know, you saw with uh, so many of industries. Understood. We know that. You know, we know yeah, well, we know T-Mobile, about his Azerbaijani deals in the in the is lobbying the federal government. To, okay, to but the question to, is this: But what do they spend? They do spend one hundred and ninety-five thousand dollars, Charlie. Granted, granted, Rashida, Rashida, Rashida. But you got people need to know that to me is corruption at its core, where you can influence the most powerful person in the world, the president of the United States, by by basically because he's still making. But you, what you're asking now, we already went through the. the you want a new investigation into something new? No, this is not new. A lot Are you sure Mueller you're not jaundiced? Are you sure? Of the Mueller report, people need to read that. They're such a that has seeped in. Well, I, I w- that's office. true. It has into the White House. And that needs to be investigated. There needs to be a formal process. And look at folks, you know, you all might want to think, oh, well, political strategy, oh, let's wait 2020. Be, be cautious by doing that, because if we don't do this now, there are going to be future CEOs. And we already have the head of Starbucks. There are CEOs that want to be president of the United States. 
And we're really, really, basically not putting them on notice that we're going to hold them accountable and we're going to expect them to divest because 44 other presidents before President Trump has divested in their businesses, walked away. But I think President Trump. I got to say bar. this. I got it. Here's, here's the view from, from regular America. We're tired. What you say is true. We're, we just lived yeah. through the Mueller, and now we're going to wind another it. one up. And we're trying to think about who we want to lead the nation in the next, not even two years. So is this the best use of our time? Are you a bit jaundiced when you, you said impeach the motherfucker? Second term. You said, quote, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. You said but hours after you were um, sworn in, oh, yeah. quote, we're going to impeach the motherfucker. You paying attention to me. No one was paying attention to me until I won because I've been talking about Oh, I paid attention to you. I even wish you good luck. And talking about impeachment. I actually specifically said that the 2000, uh, the last election was a referendum. It was a referendum that they wanted people, they were electing the jury, the jury that was going to hold this president accountable, that was going to have political courage to say enough, President Trump, and any other person that wants to be president this will not be allowed. You will not. They, they weren't elected. They weren't elected. They weren't electing the jury. They were electing the prosecutor no. with the House of Representatives because the jury is in the Senate. And there's you, no though. way he's going to get you. removed. But I believe oh. that we should impeach him because it, you, you can't call him out for not following the Constitution when they're not following the Constitution. What are you basing impeachment? Should we have an investigation uh, before we uh, say we're going to... Is this thing called the That's Mueller Report? Saying, you guys, this is He's a liar. Be very careful. This is, no, no, he didn't no, break the law. This is, this is the same resolution justice. that they did before Dick, uh, Nixon. Possibly. And it was, it, it's really important for folks Ten to understand times. the difference. These are not articles of impeachment. This is a resolution that says, hey, Judiciary Committee, hey, folks, let's do the let's do our our job as members of Congress and look at these as a, uh, if they're possibly impeachable offenses. That, to me, is a fair process. And I, I got to tell you, there is a lot more people, regular America, like you say, Charlie, that are tired of the dark cloud over our country right now. But you know what they're most scared of? They're most scared of setting a precedent that we're going to allow a president of the United States not to follow the Constitution. What does that say? Because President Truman went to war with Truman through the process. But no, Charlie, listen, you're not listening. I am. You're not listening. Truman went to war with respect, all due respect. Process. But every but you think about it, every single president since then has True. gone through no, has gone to war with Well, why don't we do this? Congresswoman, why don't we do this? Why don't we let the the oversight committees take the Mueller report, chew it over? And, and worry about obstruction of justice impeachment articles, maybe, instead of, yes, like... Exactly. Ne- well, absolutely. Okay. That's exactly... It's absolutely... But, okay. you know, I'll, if that, you do it can, through well, what, resolution of process... What is more investigation from congressional oversight committees going to find that the Mueller report didn't find? You know, one they of the had things 10 that... Instances well, Mueller said they're not, 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 not enough to go either way, all right? No, so, he left it up to Congress he, no, for a no, crime, no, not for obstruction of justice. He left it up to us. Right, so maybe and, just focus on love, that. You know, for folks listening, not the emollients I mean, this is not the right. best analogy, but I always think of law and order. I think of the first half of the show is the investigation, right? The second half of the show, they give it to, to the judicial process to basically go and say, okay, whether or not this person is you know, beyond a reasonable doubt, guilty, right? Mm-hmm. The process that hasn't gone is that second half of the show. That part of, of that process hasn't been really, I think, taken seriously of our role as members of Congress to hold them accountable. Because even the mere investigation, at least, the minimum, puts it on notice that if you want to be a, you be a, a CEO that wants to run for president, well, the sacrifice is 
that you have to and must because the Constitution Constitution demands it. Okay, Walk look, away look, from here, your businesses. Here's the thing. Well, hey, no, look, no. I will always speak truth to power. Here, uh, we, you we, can't hey, Rashida. silent while this president oh. is literally making profit. I got a migraine. Oh, people profit by, by being a sitting president. Think uh, about that. You think there about a think about that is running our country right now. What is his running our country? Wilson. The Trump organization is literally running their businesses the out of the Oval Office. <laughs> Hey, listen, now we got to go because we got another guest on, but here's the thing. Yeah, can, can you guys please balance the budget? Can you do that oh, for God, us? Charlie. What? Charlie. What? You think that's going to wrap it up, Charlie? Let's yeah. focus. Yeah. <laughs> Rashida. Karen, thank you so much. I'm really sorry. Rashida, no, no, no. You're I awesome. No, listen, I, I, I've, I've suffered from migraines since a, I was 12. I know oh, how you feel. So oh, thank yeah. you. For, since I was 16, yeah. Karen, well, well, it's so well, bad. Well, thank you for taking out time today. We no, hope to talk you. to you again. Yeah, and thank please, you, Rashida. Please feel better, okay? Thank you, Karen. I appreciate it. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, there's some great Charlie drops in there, by the way. For future intros, yeah, that's true. Really good ones. I've done do drops. Well, for for the intro, maybe just remind me to say them. Like you know, I, I can hear him next to the Ficano Charlies. Like Charlie, 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 Charlie. What was droppable in there? She kept saying Charlie. <laughs> I thought it'd be good for you know in the intro and get those little clips. Whoa, she can go. Yeah, Ooh, but she's man. passionate though. Well, about, it, well, she is. She's and, smart. And, and, she's very smart, but she's also very passionate. Mm-hmm. She always has been. Uh, and about that, about her, those are, are some things that I respect. I mean, I'm, I'm glad she's there. So, oh, no, no, thank, Rashida, thank you for coming on. Yeah, I mean, I mean so you I'm, know, I'm texting her now, telling her we're. It's an here. important part of the community. No doubt about it. Yeah, she is. But you know, the issue, Charlie, and I guess we can talk about this another time. It's process. And that's everywhere. Process. I mean, whether it's downtown, you know, local, federal. I just want to know why we're talking process. about the emollients clause. This process. Uh, I, I really thought obstruction of justice is where it was, was going to go. By the way, um, and I hate being that guy that says, what about him? Because anybody who does this sort of thing is wrong, in my opinion. But I was reading about B- Bill Clinton was acquitted of obstruction of justice, and they were talking about how hard it is. To, and I'm going, wait, but he had a girl sign an affidavit saying she didn't have sex with him, which was introduced in a tra- in the Paula Jones trial and right going that is any talked about Betty Curry I mean there's that was so obviously obstruction of justice I do a fucking grand jury that's a crime it's a felony depends on the meaning of the word is is you know is, all, yeah. all that baloney <laughs> I mean if that's not then I don't know what is a, I don't know what it is it's just a and shit is, show but that's my point it is a shit show you're right I mean, just like when she said, you know, you can hold them accountable. Nobody is going to do that. Nobody's going to look back and say, this is what was promised. This was, you know, what was it's too late. Well, but even if it's not, who's going to say? Uh, well, let me is? let me say this. Look, nobody really cares. Nobody in town is doing the work. That's what we're saying. This Charlie. stuff that he promised is not in any contract. So what do you think you're going to hold him to? What's to be held to? We gave him the money. We gave it to him. Well, he's honoring the contract. The idea that it's not too late, that the city's going to go in and go, hey, that's not. No, they're not going to do that. That's not going to happen. No way. Not happening. And isn't that part of the problem? That's what I'm saying. But it's all it's the process. You know, you everybody. Why do you think Illich is just hiding? But but, it'll blow over. Well, and it will, because in another week we'll be talking about something else. Not us, but everybody else. Hey, Chris, Chris Illich, you're uh, invited to come on. Chris. I like Chris, though. Chris is, I, like, I like Chris. Chris oh is a good guy. God. I wish you would have talked to HBO. Well, I wish you talked to you somebody know, local. A lot of times people think that the best way to respond to a potential crisis or any accusation is to back away. That's the worst thing to do. Other big news. Charges 
were denied this week against Detroit Firefighter Association President Captain Mike Nevin. Justice. Joining us on the phone is his put pit bull lawyer, Mike Ratai. Mike. Hey, what's going on, Charlie? Why didn't you get me involved in the other conversations? Uh, be, you, uh, because <laughs> you were out of the office. We've got one line in this studio. I wish you could have. Woo! Why, I mean, why isn't that punk Trump in, uh, impeached by now? Oh, okay. God. It's a process. <laughs> oh, God. That punk, I love Real that. Real quick, why, why should that punk Trump be impeached? Because he obstructed justice. No, no, the and emoluments clause. Sunday. The emoluments clause. Doing business overseas what about that? with dictators. What about that? Which one should we do? Well, I mean, look, Charlie, if you did one of the 12... Have you read the Mueller report, Charlie? I've read it. I'm halfway through, dog. Okay. So if you, you did one of the... Tw- if you did one... Have you read of it? ...of the 12 uh, 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 instances of obstruction that uh, Captain Mueller... Uh, outlined in his report, you'd be charged by uh, the feds. No ifs, ands, or buts. Give us one. So, yeah. Give us one. Huh? You don't just get to make blanket statements on this show and then we move to the next subject. Give me well, one I mean, thing look, he, I would be charged with. Uh, go for, tell him again to go fire Mueller. Go tell Lewandowski to open a backdoor channel to get rid of uh, Tim P. D. Investigate. I mean, you know. Well, that, it, that you know, look here, Mueller. Look, that that is that's that, obstruction. No, that's the president's prerogative to fire the special prosecutor. He can do that if he if the special prosecutors. Investigating him? Yes, yes, because he works Seems for the... Seems like instru- obstruction to me. But he works for the DOJ, and the DOJ works for the president. It's the executive And the DOJ branch. used to be independent. Process. Charlie, I thought you were one of us. I thought you were a prog- uh, liberal. What are you talking about? I am a, kind of I'm a middle-of-the-road law and order. Shit. Love your child. Pay your taxes! What are you, some kind of conservative piece of shit? I mean, honestly. <laughs> you tell him, Mike. Uh, Part of the I people. thought you was one of us, Charlie. No, what the dude. Fuck? You've, been I, lying, you've been lying to us all here in Detroit I, for how many years I now? like when people don't know where I'm coming from. That means I'm doing something right. Rule of law. Again, I don't. this guy is a liar. Hey, a liar. He's hey, a disgrace to the, He's a disgrace to the presidency. Hey, McGann, tell him, tell him, uh, lie to him and tell him I didn't tell you to fire him. That's what he told. That's, yeah, he's a fucking liar. I don't like what the country's been taken through. We're diminished as a people, as are our institutions, all the way around. Now we got more resolutions to impeach, and we're just, fuck, we're dying out here. And the by the way, law, listen, uh, you could do, you, I, mean, you, for, I mean, look, we've got how many days of this asshole? As president of the United States, <laughs> the the main thing you don't like okay, him, huh? is that he's a, listen. I'm a lawyer, okay. I'm a I lawyer. Deal in the, I'm, I'm in court every day. Bob McConnell's okay? a lawyer. This guy takes a giant shit on the rule of law. Do you understand? Amen. Okay. I couldn't agree with you. All right. Man. And if we don't have a rule of law in this country, then we don't have the United States of America. No longer exists as we know it. Okay. And you, and you fought for this country, Marie. Uh, what were you? Uh, well, I didn't Sergeant? fight, but I served. Okay. Cook, so that's more than Captain uh, that Cadet Bone Spurs did, and the guy's got the temerity to attack a guy like John McCain, who sat in a box for five years and was beaten every day. Give me a fucking break. I agree with that. My dad's a non-vet. I agree a hundred percent with you there. Give me a fucking break on that. Yeah, listen, let's talk about another captain. Go ahead, Mike Nevin. Nevin. Mike Nevin. uh, 
Back in the fall, I did a story, firefighters trapped in an active homicide scene. Media won't pick up on it. He gets desperate. He posts the CADs, right, the computer-aided dispatch sheets. And the chief of police is so fucking embarrassed that he asks for obstruction of justice charges, correct? Mm-hmm. And what's, mm-hmm. where are we at now? Well, um, you know, obviously the... Um uh, on April 23rd, uh, just a few days ago, um, uh, Maria Miller set out a press release um, uh, and uh, basically um, indicated that um, the prosecutor's office is not going to pursue criminal charges against Captain Nevin, um, which, of course, we're very uh, we're happy about. And uh, we always stated that um, there was no crime committed. And... Um, you know the the narrative hasn't changed. This is no, this was nothing but uh, Craig, probably doing the bidding of Duggan, okay, to retaliate against um, someone like Captain Nevin, who doesn't have is not afraid to speak his mind, and represent his people. And uh, the fact of the matter is, is that uh, there are not enough firefighters out there. There are not enough police officers out there. And this whole uh, thing about how safe the city is by Duggan and Craig is a bunch of bullshit. So, you know, we're going to continue to fight the fight, but we're glad that uh, Kim Worthy's office isn't going to do the bidding for that punk Craig and that mayor that we got here who's basically uh, <clears throat> thinks that he can do whatever he wants, just like everybody else that's serving that chair. So We're not going to have that. So it feels like Kazakhstan to me. They tried to squelch this dissent from, uh, from Mike Nevin, you know, like comrade... Uh, Craig in the big hat. He looks like he got one of them big Lennon hats, you know, so he likes wearing yeah, exactly. the big Lennon hat. Yeah, with, with his five stars on his shoulder like he's MacArthur. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, dude, thank you for that. Uh, yeah, I'm a little disappointed in how this has turned out because I was really looking forward to you fucking them and then breaking it off in their ass. Well, listen, nobody wants to see their client get charged, okay? And, you know, the prosecutor's office obviously looked at this and saw that there, there, there was no basis for a warrant request, okay? I mean, there was no basis. I mean, whoever the moron was that sent that up uh, out of the, out of, I don't know where it came from. I'm not going to, I mean, internal affairs, I don't know if it came out of Craig's office directly. Whoever wrote up the warrant request is an idiot. Bring him, okay? motherfucker. And I'll well, break I mean, it off in your ass. I mean, think about it. I mean, look, they even said that there was no... Uh, the information disclosed was not covered by the Hit law me. enforcement network statutes. Break it off it your was ass. not confidential Hit pursuant to break it off statute. your ass. Hit me. Hit me, Bob. Huh? Hit Quit me. Those, Come on. Bring your motherfucker. Now talking. break it off in your ass. Hit me again, Bob. <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> what are you doing? What? Bob's freaking. I mean, there's, no, uh, there, there's, no, there's no official policy adopted or any internal policy. We, uh, stating that these cab reports are confidential. Yeah, that's so right. So on what basis do they submit this shit up to the prosecutor's office for a, uh, for a warrant? Well, I mean, it, give me a break. It's done. They're still going to try to take his job internally, though, aren't they? Bring him up and then... I, I don't know. I hope that, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll fight. I mean, Nevin, first of all, one, you know Nevin. He's not going to stop. Um, he's not going to stop fighting for his people, okay? He's not, he's not going to stop calling these people out, okay, for the duplicity in their lies. And, and um, you know, if it happens, it happens. I'll represent Nevin. Um, All right, brother. Internally. Thank so, you for that. You're the man. No problem. Okay, man. 
Okay, guys. Have a good weekend. Thanks, Mike. Okay, guys. See you, Mike. Bye-bye. See you. Let's take care of some business. Well, whether it's pension planning, life insurance, college savings plans, or tax-deferred investments, Luke Nowacki can help you answer all your questions and help you plan for future finances. That's right. He's Cool Hand Luke, Luke Nowacki. To all our first responders, let's make sure your pension is going to be enough. You keep us secure every day. Let us help you plan for your future. I love firefighters. And I love starting fires. We go hand in hand. What? We need each other. Okay. Well, anyways, call Luke at 248-663-4748 to set up a plan today. Security and investment advisor services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated. Member FINRASIPC Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated is separately owned and operated. Other entire entities. Hey, I want to mention uh, David Hall's coming on. David Hall, Hall Financial. Next week. But he's not a personal finance guy like Luke, is he? No. Because Luke's my man. No, Luke, he's doing refis and uh, he's uh, estate. you can shorten your loan. You can take money out of your house. He's Luke's an investment man. guy and a retirement planning guy. David's a different kettle of fish. But he's going to sponsor all the shows on the network. Luke is actually the first person to take on a second show, so kudos to him and Dr. Yaldo. Yeah, and, and uh, here, you know, Grace Carroll said American Coney and... Oh, can't forget Grace. And Hall Financial. Yeah. See, because I'm looking at it like it's, I'm not really looking for the money. Money's good. But, you know, sponsors are friends of the show and your friends are theirs. You know, I mean, it gets like that. Well, absolutely. And uh, they're all early adopters, too, because there's a lot of people who say, podcast, I think the podcast. But there are a lot of people listening to this podcast. So, <laughs> you know, I got it. went over the million mark, Charlie. It went over the million mark. Yeah, so yeah. That's, a million that, that, that's a couple people, Drew. <laughs> it's great. It's really good. Yeah, and you know, I mean, Luke uh, got a hold of me this week and goes, oh, last week was the best show ever. I'll support you as, as long as you want to do it. And I'm like, <laughs> what a cool dude. Yeah, you know, uh, all good. You know, we got a testimonial for our other dear friend and sponsor, American Coney Island, right, Bobby? We would search far and wide for these. Hi, I'm Jim Cuter. And I'm Jonathan Johnson. When Jonathan and I are down in the Detroit... We like to stop at American Coney Island for the red, white, and blue. That's right. And they have the finest Dearborn sausage you've ever put in your mouth. Snapping wieners off of my mouth, I could do it all day. And they have this nice chili that's homemade, I'm talking. What? Oh, mm, that's some good that's chili. Hillbilly Top it with Vagdalian Couple guys we found. Victorian Did onions. you find yep, two more? Right. Vagdalians. Yep, and that sweet mustard. You put ketchup on that, you're just fucking it up. Is it a homemade chili sauce? Oh, that's homemade for sure. Grace is at home all day, tirelessly working away on it. I love that woman. She is so good. She treats her customers like they're brothers and sisters, I swear to God. She gives the best hugs. I love those hugs. Anyways, next time you're down in the Detroit, check out American Coney Island. Don't go to that fool next door. Don't even know what it's called. Doesn't matter. Choose American, because you are American and paid no attention to that man in the bathroom cleaning it. Not at all, because he's a weirdo. Dude, sounds like a MAGA commercial. Okay, listen, if you want to put this show down, Karen, you do some commercials. I will. I'll especially do one for Grace. They happen to be clients of two of the advertisers. What could, what could you do? <laughs> I mean, I'm 
listen, I mean, <laughs> listen, we are customers and friends of Grace. So, you know, that's very easy to do. I am fucking exhausted. It doesn't need to be hillbilly. <laughs> oh, um, what about the two guys you talked to last week in the neighborhood? I mean, these guys are talking when you go down to the D. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, then you get us something. All right. I gotta do I'm... everything around here. <laughs> I just, oh my head. Okay, so I wanna say this. Yes. Thank you, Steve Neevlin, Motor City Muckraker. He posted that old story that got pulled out there by the images. Almost forgotten about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, evaporated. And he found it. And um, should we play it? What do you think? We, we got it. Should we play it? And just pull it up? Might as well. Okay, though, here's the thing. We were, we were doing this years ago. We tried to. Tried to keep track of everybody. The billionaires, the governor, the president, the mayor, the chief of police. It's not really popular to do it, apparently, amongst, you know. The powers that be. Well, you're poking your eye in a powerful person. And that, yeah, that's the powers that be, which also includes those that run the media. So that's why we're in the lower level doing no bullshit news. Because that's, you know. I've heard a lot of follow-up on the HBO story, to be honest. You haven't? Not really, no. Isn't it funny? Am I missing something? The follow-up I, I found was Illich responds to HBO's piece. It's sort of yeah. couched in, we don't want to get involved in a huge well, story. I, I think a, a, lot PR people, release. a lot of people, too, kind of called out and said, why is this a story that it took HBO to tell? This is a story that many people expected um, from the local media. Again, they forgot about the story that you guys did, but, you know, why did it take HBO to bring this back to the forefront? And again... Cranes um, did a story in March, I will say that. In March? Yes. In March? In March. I mean, after, like, The Guardian in London did something last winter? Uh, I can't speak to that. Just saying. Cranes did something. Like, it wasn't as powerful as the HBO piece, but... Right, they did something... After the Free Press did something, after the Guardian did something, after an independent website did something. So are we all, listen, are we all waiting for cover? We're, we're the fucking press. We don't wait for cover. We, we do the people's yeah. business. Yeah! Uh, I want to <clears> hear it, Bob. I want to hear this. I have it. It's the year anniversary of the Detroit bankruptcy, and how's that going? Awesome if you're a billionaire. And not so good if you're a hundred air. Which is 2015 you might have heard the city summer. Off people's water, which is yeah, weird. 2015. Since they're surrounded by 95 percent of the country's drinking water. You're not a mooch on society. No. You get welfare. No. Don't get a dime of it. So you're one of the good ones. Correct. I don't mooch off of nobody. You don't shut people's water off, do you, in the middle of a hot summer? You needed to take a shower. You needed to wash dishes. You need bath water. And if they cut it off, we're, not, we're just going to be dirty, basically. And we needed to brush our teeth. How your teeth? A federal judge has stopped the water shutoff for a few days to give people a chance to come up with some money. But you gotta pay your bills. If you don't, a city goes bankrupt. Unless you're a billionaire. You see, a billionaire is different than you and me. Take Mike Illich, for example. 
He and his family own Little Caesars Pizza, the Detroit Tigers, and the Detroit Red Wings. If you don't like sports, you can always gamble or see a show at his wife's casino downtown. The family's invested millions in downtown Detroit, and that's a great thing, because NAFTA hasn't worked out so well around here. And you don't care about anything but making money, there will be a giant sucking sound going south. But in return, the taxpayers given the Illiches millions of dollars in corporate welfare. Still, the Illiches say they do not owe a $34,140.40 water bill at the hockey arena that the city built for them three decades ago. Go for the Red Wings, not the Illiches. It shows a $34,000 balance. Some $14,000 is in dispute, uh, lake charges, and, and they may be correct. The $20,000 or so looks like a regular bill. So they owe. They owe. They owe. Nobody shutting off their water. Now, in the meantime, here's some pictures of the police officer's bathroom at a local precinct house. They're all full of mold and shit. I can't see it, but it's all so mold. Sad. I'm gonna, I said, come down there and cut your water off. <coughs> oh, yeah. Now, also in bankrupt Detroit, you can no longer let your property go to hell or board it up, speculating on a future business deal. But now the Illich family admits that for years they were secretly buying up property in this downtown neighborhood and letting it go to hell to keep speculators out with the hopes that they could buy it all up for cheap and one day build a new hockey complex. Now, Mike's son, Chris, the president of Village Holdings, explained to the Detroit News that the family just had to let their property fester. Otherwise, the rest of it would have gotten too expensive to buy up. It's been painful not to be able to develop some of that property because every time we made a move, the price for the other property would shoot way up. But we had to wait, and that hurt. Hey, Chris, how bad did it hurt, Chris? Feeling better now, Chris? I'm outside of the headquarters. <laughs> and now that new hockey arena is coming. Total cost? About $800 million if you include the interest, and you can't forget the interest now. Most of the stadium will be financed with public money, diverted property taxes that are supposed to go to, wait for this one, public schools. Now, in the meantime, the Illich family would get to keep all the revenues and rent the stadium for $0 a year for 95 years. We don't have enough money for books, but who the hell doesn't love hockey? Now, again, development's a great thing. People being downtown's a great thing. No doubt Detroit needs them. But in bankrupt Detroit, the schools are insolvent, overcrowded, and underachieving. Bankrupt Detroit, a tale of two cities. Now we invite you to come. Take some notes in case this happens to a town near you. Be sure to take in a hockey game, take photographs, and get yourself a nice, clean glass of fresh drinking water. I'm in the Detroit River there, right? Drinking the water. You spit it out. Oh, I drank it. Tastes like a sewer. That was three takes. You must have amazing immunities built up. Yeah, he does. Or I'm dying. Good job, Charlie. Because you went down the Rouge so, River and you got that water all over you. So, Charlie, will that video also be on the website so people that that want to actually see it, where can they find it? Uh, you should load it on the website. Steve, Steve Neveling's uh, Motor City Facebook, Motor City Muckraker. I, I read whatever. 
posted it or whatever. So Okay. I just wanted to make sure so people could see it. And uh, that couldn't air because... It did air. It, it did aired air. once, and then we okay. had to pull it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, why was it pulled? Because they got uh, Illich got the corporate and demanded it be pulled. Right. Uh, on what basis? Uh, right. Never explained right. to me. Uh, uh, well, read into that. My name is Charlie uh, Duff. I've tried to serve this community in this country. I really have. You know me. They did that to me. They did that to me. So if you want an answer as to why it took HBO, I think you got your answer. I'll leave it at that. But just remember this working woman. You're the one getting fucked. It's your kids, your schools. I'm not a liberal. I'm not a conservative. I've never belonged to a political party. But I can do math, and they taught it to me here in Michigan. My people, my community, all of you, I don't hate I think development is good. I like construction jobs, but they taught me math is voodoo. It's voodoo. That's my take on it. I'm allowed to say it. That's why we're not Kazakhstan. That's why it's a much better country. And I'm not letting them take it. So, remember, try to love one another and respect to the working people. We always do two or three for the working man, but this is really the working man song, one called the Working Man Blues. <laughs> it's a big job getting by with nine kids and a wife. Yeah, but I've been a working man, dang near all my life, and I'll keep on working. As long as my two hands are bit to use.
Drink a little bit that evening and sing a little bit of his work. 